0: Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reverse PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy-to-apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tecla. This is Heal Yourself, the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm excited to report I am practicing the skill of detachment this week. The backstory is that there's somebody in my life and we have a complicated history. Things have been that way for as long as I can remember, and I think something's going on with them. That is the feeling I'm getting after every recent interaction with them. And I'm also getting a sense from my intuition that there's more to the story. That said, I don't think it's my place to try and solicit that information from them if they're not willing to share it with me in the first place. So, over the past few weeks, I've been reaching out, trying to catch up. And the messaging back is just a bit suspicious, I'll say. Just the wording of the messages are kind of off to me. And prior to this, I feel like we were really reconnecting and reestablishing a solid friendship. And now I don't know if something's happened, but I'm not sure where we stand. I've been thinking about this on and off for a few weeks, and I'm investing a lot of energy into trying to figure out something that I'll probably never understand. And so all I can do is practice what I preach, right? I'm not going to force anything. If this friendship and connection is meant to be, it will be. And now I've made my position clear, I'm taking a step back. I need to be okay whether or not this friendship continues. And that's what I've really tried to work on. We're both in very different places in our lives. And that's okay. Friendships go through ebbs and flows. And this is a bump in the road. A hurdle for sure, I think. What I can do in these moments of uncertainty is practice gratitude. Every week I like to give thanks for something in my life, and this week I'm thankful for everything that that friendship and connection has brought me over the years. There's no point in dwelling in uncertainty or overthinking and analyzing and speculating on what the situation might be right now. So, a better use of that energy is to think about all the things I'm grateful for and that this person has brought me. That includes incredible moments of joy in the past, and I'm thankful for that. What the future holds isn't clear, but we've got to be okay with that. Being really good at detachment is getting clear on what you want and then also knowing that you're going to be okay without it. I think we can all work on that skill. It's very hard to master. It's definitely not easy, but it is a key principle in manifestation. Something I like to think about in these moments is the idea and concept of, I want this or something better. That way we're not controlling the manifestation and trying to control the universe. We're coming at it from a perspective of a co-creator with the universe. We don't know what the universe has in store for us, but we need to trust that it's going to give us what we want or it's going to give us something better. I hope this resonated with someone out there because I think quite a few of us have been in a situation similar to this. Anyway, this brings me to today's topic, which was actually inspired by an interview between Jay Shetty and Trevor Noah. Jay Shetty is an author, podcaster, speaker, and coach, and really focuses on mental health, personal development, and holistic wellness. Trevor Noah is a talk show host and comedian. And in this interview, Trevor Noah provides his perspective on the meaning of friendship in our lives. He says, I feel like your friends in life are like whole cruxes. For those of you that are unfamiliar, a Horcrux is a concept from the Harry Potter universe, where the villain Voldemort gains a form of immortality by fragmenting his soul into several pieces and concealing each piece within a different object. That ensures he cannot fully be killed until every Horcrux is destroyed. What I found interesting about this interview is that Noah says we break ourselves into parts. And whenever we meet people, we give them a part of ourselves. He goes on to say, Some people we give more than we give others, but we give everyone a different part of ourselves. No one in your life has the same part that another person has. They may seem similar, but they're not. Your mother and father hold different parts of you. Your uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters, your friends hold different parts of you. The same way Voldemort could use that to come back to life, We can use that to come back to life. When I heard that, something just clicked for me internally. I immediately started to realize why losing friendships takes such a toll on you physically, mentally, and spiritually. Because those people hold a piece of you. You went through a shared experience. You have treasured memories with that person. And you built a unique connection. And no matter the circumstances of how or why it ended, the part of you that you gave to that person is special. When I think about my closest friendships over the years, I can say quite confidently that each person has brought out a little different part in me. Every person you meet serves you in a different way or provides unique value. You might go to one person when you're struggling in your relationship because they help to keep you grounded and give you really good advice. You might go to one friend when you're needing to just forget about the world for a night and go out to a wine bar and get swept up in the festivities. You might go to one friend to keep you accountable on your goals and priorities because you know they have great follow-through and keep you motivated. Each person in our life provides distinct value and in turn, we provide value to them. It's give and take. The experiences and shared connection you have is powerful. And when you reconnect with that person, that part of you comes alive again. I am sure we've all had an experience where we get super busy and haven't been able to catch up with someone for a while. And then when we finally do, we instantly remember all the amazing things about them. But most importantly, we're reminded about how we feel when we're with them because they bring something out in us that nobody else does. They bring us to life in a really unique way. That's why when you lose a friendship, it's so tough. That's why losing a friend hits so hard. You're not just missing that person, but all the laughs, the inside jokes, the remember-when-we moments that just won't happen again. It feels like you've lost a piece of yourself that only existed with them around. Sure, you might find new friends who get you, but it will never be in the exact same way because each friendship is its own special thing. You're mourning more than just not seeing somebody all the time. It's about losing the future adventures you'll never go on together, the support you always thought you would have, and the way they made you see the best parts of yourself. It's tough because it's like you're losing a little bit of your own story, too. That grieving process is deeply personal, and it can feel like a part of your identity has been altered or removed because that person held a special part of you. This past year, moving from the U.S. to Australia, I lost more friends than I imagined. I've made a move like that before, right out of high school when I went to university in New York City. I was surprised then about the number of people who fell away. But I was in high school, everyone was going to college, I knew we would gradually, you know, grow apart anyway. But I had a core group of friends in Australia that remained, and we're still close to this day, and I'm so grateful for those friendships. But I think when you're older and you formed friendships in adulthood, the expectations are slightly different. And I imagine that that core group of friends that I formed in the US. I'd have forever. Obviously, I expected things to change, but I never expected that those friendships would dissolve so rapidly and aggressively. And I'm sad to report that I was wrong. In full honesty, I grieved the loss of those friendships for most of last year. It was an incredibly tough time for me, and I'm still unsure to this day exactly what happened with that group of people. And I've come to terms with the fact that I'll probably never know. I know that I've grown and changed so much over the past year. And what I didn't foresee is that this new version of me wouldn't be compatible with the version of me that those friends knew. And that caused tension and conflict. And upon reconnecting after my move, the energy was just very different. Even though I attempted to work through it with them, they weren't receptive at all. And that's their choice. That's their right. It was very clear they had no intention of resolving or rebuilding anything with me now that I live abroad. And that part of me that I was with them, that part that was incredibly social and was always doing activities and getting out and about in the city, going to weekly drinks and organizing weekends away, is lost. I am not the person I was with them, with anyone else. They have that part of my identity, and it always will reflect and cherish those memories that we had. I could choose to stay angry and frustrated and bitter about what happened, but that's not serving me. And I'm sure from their actions and behavior that they don't really care. So it's wasted energy. What I need to focus on now is finding someone or a group of people who bring out similar parts of me that they brought out that I actually like in myself. When I say that I liken myself, I mean that the person that used to go out and try different cocktail every weekend is not who I am anymore, and that's a part that I can do without. But the things I did like were having a group of fun, smart, supportive women around me who lifted each other up and were always there for a last-minute get-together, or to cook an amazing meal and chat until all hours of the morning. As we know, everything happens for a reason— Those people were meant to fall out of my life, and it was likely to make room for people that are more aligned with who I am now and who I am working to be in the future. Let's talk about how Harry Potter vallcruxes and friendships connect to the 12 universal laws. First, the law of vibration. This law states that everything in the universe moves and vibrates at its own frequency. Our friendships resonate with us at certain frequencies, and when we lose a friend, it's as if there's this dissonance in our own vibrational energy. The unique vibration that that friendship added to our life is now missing, and that leads to a feeling of imbalance until we adjust or find a new harmony. Next, the law of correspondence. This little highlights that our inner world is reflected in our outer world. The diversity in our friendships reflects the multifaceted nature of our own being. Losing a friend can feel like losing a part of herself because each friend mirrors a part of our inner world. It's a call to explore these aspects within ourselves, perhaps discovering new depths or healing parts we've neglected in the past. Now, the law of relativity. Every person will face challenges, and these are all relative to each person's life and journey. The end of a friendship is a personal challenge that offers us the chance to grow and to learn. It teaches us about the transient nature of relationships and the importance of appreciating the present moment. Next, the law of compensation. This law assures that we will be compensated for our losses. When a friendship ends, it might feel like a part of our world has collapsed. However, this space is often filled with new opportunities and relationships that bring us growth and joy compensating for our loss in unexpected ways. Now, the law of rhythm. Life is a series of ebbs and flows. Friendships may come and go, reflecting this natural rhythm. Embracing this rhythm allows us to accept the loss more peacefully and with the hope for the future, understanding that after every low, there is a high. And finally, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. This law suggests energy cannot be created nor destroyed. We have the power to change our conditions by transforming energy. The loss of our friendships, while incredibly painful, gives us the opportunity to transmute our pain into growth, learning, and eventually into the energy of new fulfilling relationships. Let's get to what I want you to work on this week. I have a little exercise for you. The objective is to acknowledge the value of past friendships, understand their impact, and embrace the space they've left for new growth and connections. Step 1. Spend a few minutes meditating or sitting quietly, focusing on your breath. Reflect on the friendships you've had, particularly those that have ended or transformed significantly. List these friendships in a journal, on a piece of paper, and leave some space between each name. Step two, next to each name, write down what part of you this person held or what aspect of yourself you feel was most alive with them. This could be a particular trait, interest, or just a feeling you had. Step three, express gratitude for each friendship and the role it played in your life. You can write a little thank you note to the person and you never have to send it or you can simply just jot down why you're thankful for that part of your journey. Then, consciously decide to release any lingering negative emotions related to this friendship, like resentment, sadness, or anger. You might visualize sending these feelings away with love and light, or imagine a symbolic act of letting go, like releasing a balloon, or even using another tool like EFT tapping. Step 5. Reflect on the spaces these friendships have left in your lives. How can these spaces be channels for new growths, interests, or relationships that align with who you are now? Write down the qualities or experiences you're now open to attracting in your future friendships, aligning with the law of attraction. Step 6. Choose one action you're going to take this week to open up yourself to new connections or deepen existing ones, That align with your current journey. It could be as simple as reaching out to someone you've wanted to get to know better or joining a new club or group that interests you. I will detail these steps in the show notes for you if you want to review them again. And truly, I know it will benefit you so much. So try and make time for this. It might take 30 minutes and do this exercise. Okay, friends, a couple of things before we finish up today. I've put a daily empowerment exercise for those struggling with illness and recovery in the show notes. It's a simple download. It's a PDF, and I did this for some of my one-on-one clients recently, and I thought you would benefit from it too. It's a five-minute exercise, and you can do it easily first thing in the morning, only five minutes. Again, it's totally free to download, and I'm going to put that link right at the top of the show notes for you if you're interested. If you would like to work with me one-on-one or you're interested in hearing more about how coaching works, please use the link in the show notes at the bottom to reach out and I'd be happy to set up a free 15-minute connect to explain more about it. Also, please remember to take five seconds and rate, review, and follow the show if you're not already. It truly does the world of good and helps me so much. Thank you so much in advance. That's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.